This is In Process with Parker Lee. Thank you for joining me on another episode. I really do appreciate it. Today, talking about relationships. You're going to get relationship advice, relationship perspective from someone who's been not only married twice, but divorced twice. Great track record. (laughs) Because I've been divorced twice. This caused me to take a heavy look into myself, to dive deep into who I was as a person. How could I allow this to happen? How, how could I have two marriages fail? How could I be in this spot to have two women who I now have kids with? How could this happen? It was a moment of crisis for me to really understand how this was happening in my life. I didn't view myself as the type of person that would be in that spot. I knew I was capable of having a lot more, what we would call a healthy functioning life. So how did I create this chaos? Well, I'm not going to dive into all my stuff, but from my perspective and what I've learned about myself, diving into that, and then along with a lot of studying, research, and talking to a lot of other people about relationships and just watching and understanding human behavior. The thing is, When we are going into relationships, when we meet new people, the reason we want them and the reason we're attracting them typically is because there is a part of them and who they are that is lacking in our life. Whether that just be their aura, their energy, how they carry themselves, certain habits, certain personality traits that we wish we had. What you'll learn and discover is that's why we find certain people attractive is they have certain traits, characteristics, ways of operating, that we wish we had in our lives, that we wish were part of us. And that's why we are attracted to them. The problem is most of us, when we jump into relationships, we're doing it to fill a void. We don't feel whole. We actually, most people don't fully love themselves. They're not okay being alone. They're not okay being with themselves. And there's a huge difference I feel like than just being alone and saying, oh, I'm, I'm happy being alone, right? I'm okay being alone. And then there's people who really enjoy their company, people who really love being with themselves. I'll tell you right now, I've been on both sides where I'm like, no, I'm cool being single. I'm happy. But deep down, it was like, well, I'm just kind of accepting it. <laughs> now I can truly say I love myself. I love my alone time. I love spending time with myself. I don't need a relationship. There's no gaps in my life, no voids that I need to fill through somebody else. The reason I got divorced twice is one was a belief system of believing what I deserved. And so I settled and not again, that these were bad women, but I was settling in the fact that me and both of my exes are very different. We never should have been in that spot or situation. We are very different people. And had I known myself fully and completely, I never would have entered those relationships. So how do we save ourselves a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, a lot of frustration in relationships? There is a lot of divorce these days. There's a lot of people that go from relationship to relationship because they can't stand the thought of being alone. Also, when we're alone, people feel like they're less than or people are judging them. There's something wrong with them that nobody wants to be with them. Here's the problem with that thinking. When we jump into relationships out of a need, I need someone, I can't be alone, I need attention, I can't do this by myself, it's too hard. You're being selfish. 
Think about what a relationship really is. Now, to me, my perspective, a relationship is two very individual people who have their own identity, their own personalities, their own ways of operating, their own beliefs, coming together as separate people, helping each other grow, develop, and get more out of life. That's what I believe a healthy, good relationship is, is two whole people coming together who love each other because they respect that each other is their own individual person. Now look at yourself, look at the relationships you've had or the people around you and their relationships. They try to become one. They try to tell the other person how to live, how to act, how to think, how to believe. And they get upset when they don't do certain things or act a certain way, when they are being themselves. We try to control each other in relationships. You're supposed to be this way. You're not supposed to act like that. We try to make the people in our relationships conform to our way of thinking and operating. We don't want them to be themselves. We want them to be the picture we created in our head of what they are supposed to be in our story. And the reason we do that is because, again, we're not whole. So they need to fit our narrative. They need to fit our expectations, our story that we've created. And when they don't, we get upset. We get frustrated. We get angry. Because they're no longer filling that void that we brought them in for because they are now being an individual and we have a problem with that. How often in relationships do you try to hear the couples try to tell each other what to do with their lives? I'm not okay with that. You shouldn't do that. Don't act like that. I don't want you doing those things. Well, you're not allowing them to be them. See, that's a big problem is when you get two incomplete individuals, two incomplete people coming together, trying to complete each other. There's so many songs out there about completing each other. No, your significant other is not supposed to complete you. That's a huge problem. If you expect someone else to complete you, you got a whole train wreck of issues coming your way. You're going to have a lot of frustration, a lot of stress, a lot of heartache because you're expecting someone else to complete the holes in your life. That's not the point. You wonder why you have so many unhealthy relationships? It's because you're expecting the other person to do your job for you. It's not your spouse's, your significant other's job to heal you. It's not their job to check your emotions. It's not their responsibility to make sure you're taking care of yourself. That's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to fix yourself, to heal yourself. Now I have a very different perspective on relationships. I've, I've been out of the dating world for a minute, taking time to just get to know myself. Make sure I fully understand who the hell I am, how I operate, how I think, how I believe on every aspect in life. So now, going back into the dating world, it's a lot different. One, I'm not needy. I don't need anyone. I don't need dates to need dates or to feel better about myself. I don't need anyone to validate me in my life. So when the time comes when I actually meet someone who matches what I want, someone who is also whole, someone who loves themselves, takes care of themselves, has healed their own wounds, guess what? We're not bringing trauma to the relationship. We're not bringing stress into the relationship because I wouldn't date anyone now who's not healed. I wouldn't date anyone who hasn't fixed their life, who hasn't found love for themselves, who doesn't understand their emotional wounds from the past, who isn't emotionally intelligent, who doesn't fit what I want out of life because I don't need someone. And so if they don't fit that, I don't need them. I'm not settling. Imagine how much better a relationship would be when you have two 
whole individuals coming together to just love and support each other, to be there for each other, to grow and develop together, not to fix each other, not to fill voids, not to, not to constantly have to give validation to the other person or help them work through their issues, but to love them. And then on top of that, because you love them and you're both whole and in, individual people and you're confident and you love each other, there's no jealousy. There's no envy. You want them to have their own life, their own friends and go do their own thing, have their own hobbies. You don't have to be absorbed in everything that they do because you each have your own life. How much healthier would that be when you have two people who are very much themselves, have their own lives coming together in unison because you're on the same page of what you want out of life. Now, to me, the only way to do that is make sure you have the hard conversations. Make sure you're talking to each other. Before you commit, first it's one, you both know who the hell you are. You both have dealt with all your issues, your emotional traumas, your pain, your heartaches of the past. You've got your life together. I don't think you have to be in a complete high elevated space and a high performance at all things, but you have to have a general idea of who you are and how you operate and what you think and what you believe. So then when you find someone who you're attracted to, who you connect with, who you have amazing energy with, that's just step one. To me, step two then is having the conversations. Hey, do we align in our way of thinking? Do our beliefs align? And not that they have to be exact. You don't have to have the exact same values. That's the beautiful part. Because you love them, you appreciate them for their way of thinking and operating. It doesn't have to align with you perfectly. That's weird. <laughs> when you feel like the person you're with or people around you have to think exactly the way you do on all topics, that's, that's, that's weird. That's being controlling. That's you actually not being okay with yourself and confident in your own beliefs and ways of operating. Do you have to try to push that on other people? But when you can come together and talk about how do you think about money? What do you want to do with money in the future? How do you feel about savings, investing? What are you trying to accomplish with that? If you're trying to become a millionaire and build a million dollar lifestyle and the other person doesn't want to do that, you're not aligning. You want very different ways of operating. What do you like to do on the weekends? How do you think you want to be as a parent? What are your beliefs about raising kids? What does that look like? Vacations, family time, holidays. How do you communicate? How are you when you get angry? How do you deal with conflict? What's a work schedule look like for you? What are you wanting out of life? What are you wanting truly out of a relationship? You know what's asinine? Most people, I guarantee, do not have any type of those conversations at all. They're just saying, I'm happy. I love you. You're attractive. We have great sex. Let's do this. And then a few months go by and you realize, one, you're both putting masks on because you don't know who the hell you are. True colors come out. And now you're at each other's throats because the honeymoon phase is over. The beautiful thing is when you know who you are and you love yourself fully and you really know yourself, there's no mask. People get you date one. They get the real you because you don't have to put on a show because you're not trying to please anyone. I've seen far too often, and I was guilty of this myself in the past. How many times have you met someone because you're super attracted to them or you think they're special? Do you try to conform to get them to like you? Do you change the way you think, act, the things that you watch, talk about so they'll like you? Things that you generally have zero interest in, but you're pretending to be interested so they'll like you. Well, what's going to happen 
when they start dating, you thinking they're getting one person and they have someone completely else who doesn't really think that way, doesn't really like those activities, those hobbies, doesn't really deal with conflict that way. That's unfair. You realize how selfish you're being when you're not being yourself and you start dating and going around other people and convincing them you're something you're not. That's selfish. You should not be going on dates. You should not be trying to generate feelings or getting someone else to feel feelings if you don't know who the hell you are. If you're not healed, if you're not okay with yourself, if you don't love yourself, that's very selfish in my opinion to be dating because you're expecting someone else to fix your problems for you. You're wanting someone else to fill those voids. That's selfish. That's not going to be a healthy relationship. It cracks me up how many people I see, and it's a lot of women that post it because men typically don't post this stuff, but they definitely do it on social media complaining about their relationships, complaining about the people out there. You're the problem. You are the problem. It's not the guys you're welcoming in your life. It's not the women you're welcoming in your life. It's you. You're allowing these people in your life because you don't know who the hell you are. You haven't fixed yourself. You don't know how to have these conversations because you don't even know what you want. You don't even know what you need. That's why everything's so rough and that's why you keep dating the wrong people. It's because you, you're the problem. It's your fault. You need to heal yourself. You need to fix yourself. Because until you do, until you know who the hell you are in every aspect, I'm serious, every aspect, you can't have the conversations to make sure this is the right person for you. That is why I got divorced twice. One was people-pleasing. The other was my belief in what I believed I deserved in life. But they both pulled back to, I didn't have a firm identity of who I really was. So I welcomed things and situations and people in my life that didn't fit me because I didn't know who I was. And then once I realized who I was, like, oh man, <laughs> this is obvious why this didn't work out. That's very clear. That never should have happened. We're so different. We're not alike in a lot of different ways, in big ways. To me, until you can heal yourself, until you know yourself, which allows you to have the big conversations about what you really want in life, you're not going to have a healthy, great relationship. You may have one that stays, but are you really going to be happy? Are you really going to be thriving in your relationship? It's really difficult when you have one person who wants to be healthy, exercise, take care of their body, is super high productive, and another person who doesn't want to do that, doesn't want that lifestyle, wants to sit on the couch and watch Netflix all weekend. It's going to cause problems. Someone who wants to drink and the other person who doesn't want to. Or when it comes to raising kids and you don't agree, I promise you it's a pain in the ass trying to co-parent with someone you don't agree with in a lot of ways about parenting. And if you'd had those conversations, you would have known that. And then the thing is, once you have those conversations, you have to have the maturity and love for yourself to walk away when you're not in alignment. It doesn't matter if you think you love them or you're so attracted to them. And it's really easy when you know yourself to go on a date and be like, oh yeah, this doesn't work. Doesn't mean they're a bad person. Doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. But you just know that's not the right fit for you because you know yourself so well. It makes dating so damn easy. You know so quickly if someone fits what you're looking for. Instead of wasting days or months or years with somebody that doesn't fit you, 
because you didn't take the time to get to know yourself. You were too impatient. But when you're patient enough, when you're patient enough, dating becomes a hell of a lot easier because you're not in a need, you're not in lack, you're not trying to fill any voids, you're trying to find a companion. And because you know yourself so well, it comes glaringly, blaringly obvious that someone fits or doesn't fit you very quickly. Some things to think about. That's all for me today. I really do appreciate you listening. Until next time.